have a guest coming on tonight that I'm very excited about. Um, so just hold tight and we're going to be having some pretty interesting discussion this evening. So just stay right there. Okay, so I'm just letting our guests know that she can come on right now. I'm just uh, sending her a text. Um, I am very excited for our show this evening. We are going to be having some discussion about animals and what happens with our animals when they go on to, you know, the next plane to the afterlife. Um, and we're going to be talking about this from a couple of points of view. And we welcome discussion. And this is a place of safe and, you know, pleasant discussion. We're here to just talk about different points of view, different perspectives, and also talk about, of course, animal communication. I'm an animal communicator. And, you know, that's, of course, a big part of why I wanted to do this show, because I have a certain perspective on it. But there's also other information that I think is interesting and valuable. And at the same time, I am a Christian. So that's just something for me that's of an interesting um, and important part of it. But there might be people who are watching who are of other faiths, and it's, you know, perfectly welcome here to talk about what your beliefs are. Um, and also, we want to talk about healing and pet loss, because I know for me personally, um, I've been going through a recent loss of my cat, Tierna. She passed and transitioned, we like to say, in February. Um, and I've had other, of course, animals transition. And, you know, it's difficult. It's very difficult. And I want us to have a safe space to talk about that. And hopefully, you know, maybe there'll be a little healing that goes on or the start of some healing for people. If anything, just to know that you have a safe, supportive community here. Um, making sure she knows that she can get on. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. So I'm just wondering if anyone is in the chat. Is anybody there that... Um, I don't see, I see people watching, but I don't see anyone in the chat yet. But feel free to pop in there if you want to say hello. Hopefully, um, Dr. Patty Aloka is going to be joining us very shortly, very soon, whatever the proper English is. Um, I actually know, I'll do a little, little brief introduction before she gets on here. Um, Dr. Aloka and I actually served together at a church on a prayer team for a few years and that's how we met here in new jersey um and we're so we've maintained a friendship and she also has a youtube show that she does um and so we'll have information about that and that was in the description as well for for tonight's show and we'll have her mention that tonight and it's a it's a really beautiful show that she has could you tell us about your background tell us about yourself and yeah, absolutely. So hi, everyone. Um, my name is Patty Alaka. I'm a registered nurse. I'm a licensed clinical social worker. I have a PhD in clinical pastoral counseling. Um, I've been uh, counseling clients for uh, well over 25 years in the mind-body-spirit connection. Um, I'm just very passionate about helping people to heal, to turn into their own internal resources, um, and find ways to heal their mind, body, and spirit. Um, and that's why also I would say that I'm very, I'm, I'm a Christian. I was born Catholic. Um, I follow, you know, the Christian tradition 
And um, I always find that, you know, physical and emotional, mental um, is really helpful, you know, to heal on all those levels. Um, but we always need the spiritual component, um, you know, to kind of make sense of what's happening. Uh, so that's pretty much about me. And um, I just would love to, you know, answer any questions that you have or support you in any way that I can. And thank you, Anne, so much for having me here. Oh, thank you, you so much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for being here. And I mentioned before that you also have a show on YouTube. And, and on your show, what do you talk about? If you could tell everybody what... Um... Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm new to the YouTube world. I've been on YouTube for really just a year. I just released my... Uh, I think it's my 44th video. I release a video every Thursday evening. Um, and really, each video is just a, a snippet of the healing process, I'd like to say. Um, I'm trained in many different modalities, probably a ton that everyone's heard of already, like EFT tapping and EDR, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy, dialectical behavioral therapy, a bunch of different tools to help uh, with the mind-body-spirit connection. So each video, I really teach a portion of the healing process and of course i incorporate uh the lord um, because that is my um my tradition my spiritual connection is our wonderful lord jesus and so um so between all of you know uh the modalities i have found that it's really helped clients heal a lot um you know with, with whatever walk of life they're on and whatever um trials or tribulations are going through lot, lots of loss uh, particularly during COVID. Um, mm. and it's just, you know, mm. it's time. It just, it takes time. And, yeah. you know, I just really want to encourage you if you have recently lost your pet to, um, just be patient with yourself. It's going to take time. Um, really, you know, it's a time to be really, uh, gentle and loving and caring and, um, you know, reach out to whatever support you can, because, you know, our pets, I have a pet too. I have a dog, Bo, who's 10 and a half years old. He's a border terrier. And I mean, they are, they are our children. They are such right. a part of our lives. Right. And, you know, when I think of my own personal life with my dog, um, he really has been the glue that's held our family together in many, many points. You know, we got him at the most perfect time when we were going through a lot of challenges in our life. And, and he has just absorbed so much. He's been there with us through so many things. So, um, you know, through the grace of God right now, he's strong. Um, but, you know, I know when that time comes, when he passes, it's going to be a challenge for all of us because he's been in our life. I have two boys, you know, that are... Um, they're still young to me. They're almost 25 and 22, but they still have their time with our dog and um, he's very much part of the family. So I encourage you to just be patient with yourself and just love your animals and, um, and love yourself through it all. Yeah, that's, it's wonderful to hear you say that because, you know, I feel like, you know, one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this more was I really feel like, um, it can be dismissed in our society when somebody has experienced the loss of a pet, how much it can impact them. I really feel like it's unfair even with work that you can get time off um, specifically for losing a, a human in your life. But if you were to say, you know, I need 
you know, you can't get any time off for losing an animal unless you say, you know, I'm, you know, not to say that you couldn't say, well, I want to take a day off. I have this this personal time or whatever, and I'm going to use it for a day or two or whatever. But it's not the same, I don't think, um, you know, like if you were to say, I need a week. I don't think too many employers would say that's okay. Yeah. And, and you know, um, you know, I like to think of so many different analogies. Um, one that comes to me is a very popular Native American um, uh, saying that says you really can't judge another person until you've walked two moons in their moccasins. And, mm-hmm. you know, in and it's, it's, I understand it's sad, you know, in those work situations, you know, I think you have to navigate that, you know, as best you can. Um, but, you know, really gravitate towards those people that, can really understand what you're going through that can support you. Um, you know, there's a passage in the Bible that the Lord says, you know, don't throw your pearls in front of swine. It just means that really, you know, your 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 feelings, your thoughts, your behaviors, your process is so sacred and so special. So take that and just give that to your trusted friends, those that can really hold um, your personal feelings with integrity. Um, that you know that can support you at these times because it's a hard time. It's good advice. Yeah. Um, just to get, you know, if you can't get necessarily the, the type of support you need, maybe in every situation, at least, you know, you have the people backing you up that, that you need. If Even if it's the middle of work day and you feel like you're going to break down, you can text or take a walk outside and call someone and, you know, be able to do that is, is something, um, I remember when I, I was lucky enough when both of the last two animals that I've had that have passed, um, Tierna was in February. And of course I work from home now because of what I do mostly is from home. And then, um, when my dog Misha passed, that was in 2013. And at the time I was working from home as well, not, not entirely for myself. I was still doing this, but I was doing it sort of on the nights and weekends, whatever. Um, but I remember sitting at my computer and just constantly like I would turn around and expect to see her and she wasn't there and I would just start crying and I'm like this is just awful I can't imagine if I had to physically be somewhere you know maintaining um (laughs) and loss is loss loss is loss is hard and you know when we go through loss whatever the nature of the loss is we just really need to be patient with ourselves Little yeah. by little, little by little. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you find that you have a lot of people that come to you who are, or, or people who are you already seeing you that are that struggle with um, pet loss? Yeah, um, I would say, uh, you know, I see. I want to say, I, I um, through the years, I've worked with, you know, the whole lifespan. Really, my youngest client was four. My oldest client was eighty-four. Um, and there have been times where um, clients have lost their pets. Um, and it's so hard because exactly what you're saying, um, you know, I think a lot of times they're having a hard time having that validated, those feelings validated. And mm-hmm. that loss is so hard. And sometimes a person can feel really isolated and alone. And I think it's really important. And that's what I love about your channel. You know, you just invite everyone to just speak um, their, their feelings and you're so incredibly supportive. Um, but to just find these pockets of support 
so that you can um, feel validated and, and trust that you're going to get through this time. You know, um, it's almost like, I mean, this is kind of like a gross analogy, but you know, oftentimes pets are, are like almost, they're, they're like our family, but they're also mm -hmm. like a limb. It's almost like having a limb cut off. And then how do you yeah. function without that limb? You know, particularly, mm -hmm. like you say, you know, you turn around and you look for your pet or you're only, always holding your pet. Right. And so it's going to take some time to get used to that feeling. And, you know, as you know, someone that's had a limb cut off, it's, there was that phantom pain you know, that, that feeling that they're always there and, um, just be patient with yourself. And, um, sometimes what's really helpful. I always like to say, like, if you have 20 minutes, spend 20, uh, spend 10 minutes, half of the time, really letting yourself grieve and work through the feelings. You may want to even journal about it. Spend half of that time, really let the feelings out. And then the other half of the time, just really looking at, okay, what can you do to um, shift your focus to help yourself feel better? I have clients often rate themselves on a zero to 10 scale where 10 is the best they've ever felt, zero is the worst. What can they do to raise that number? You know, it may just be, you know, making yourself do three things, three goals, three mini goals every day to just get yourself moving, even if it's just doing the laundry or, mm -hmm. you know, cutting your toenails or, mm -hmm. or whatever it is, but just do something to kind of shift your focus to help you get through this process. That's, that's also very good advice. Yeah. I think it, you know, if you don't have someone kind of encouraging you, um, you can even just like, you're kind of saying like you could get stuck in it, um, just stuck in the grief. Um, and that's where you really, you know, want to be careful. You know, we want to make sure that if that's going on, that you, you do get help. Um, if you're really getting down in the, the point where you're just not functioning. Um, and I, I actually want to put up the, I forgot to add this here. This is the, put this in my chat here. Yeah. Very good advice. National Suicide Prevention Hotline. If anybody needs that, um, you can call that number 24-7 and get help. Um, and don't feel like there's any shame in that. And don't feel like you, you know, if you do need to get help, if you do need to take another step further and get counseling, that there's anything wrong with that or that, you know, or to go to your pastor, um, that there's anything wrong with that because it is, it, it is a considerable loss. These animals like sleep with us. They're on us. They're with us a lot more than our closest, even loved ones. Um, I'm with my animals a lot more than my husband, you know? <laughs> um, so that really says something. Um, but I lost my train of thought. I was going to say something. Um, Oh, because I mentioned the pastor aspect because, you know, it was interesting. I um, was a little bit sick this week and I didn't get to do as much um, going back and looking over the research I had done um, in the past about, I don't know how many people on here currently in the chat are interested in the biblical aspect of this. That is something I wanted to talk about because I feel like it is worth it. I mean, I see, you know, a lot of views on pastor channels where people are asking questions about, does my pet go to heaven? And I have clients who ask quite often if their animals are in heaven, what I believe and what, um, 
information I may have about that. So it's obviously a question people have. Um, and I had it. So I did think it would be worthwhile to talk about it. And feel free again in the chat to say what you believe and what your thoughts are. And if you have any questions, please feel free to put them there. And so I was a little bit under the weather. So I wanted to get out my, my books about, I have a few about animals in heaven and um, what the Bible says. And I ended up watching some videos today because I just wasn't feeling that well this week. So, um, you know, it was, to me, it's pretty clear that animals are going to, are, are in heaven or at least this gets a little like in the in the, <laughs> the 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 weeds or something. I don't know what the expression is, but you might we might want to go there. But like people who believe, you know, if you believe that there's the new earth and there, there's heaven, and then there's the new earth when Christ comes back. I mean, we're getting into like another level of things, but to some believe that's two different things as far as what you would expect to be there. But um, ge just generally speaking, to me, it seems pretty clear that animals are expected to be there. Um, I had a quote from the Bible I wanted to put up here. And of course, because I had so many issues, I didn't get it up here in time. <laughs> I have it on my website. <laughs> um, it's the one about the lamb and the lion. They, they lie down together. Mm -hmm. And I never can quote scripture. I can't quote anything. I have not a, the greatest memory. Um, so I always have to look it up. But oh, Denise, I'm sorry. You just lost Sadie. Hope she will be there when I get there. Miss her so much. And Barbara says, yeah, I'm with my animals all day now that I work from home. Yeah, definitely. I'm so sorry, Denise. Yeah, it's, I'm not, it's, it's so difficult. Um, yeah. So what do you think, um, Patty? Have you, is that something yeah, you've? So my personal belief is, of course, animals go to heaven. Of course. Um, but I have done some research too, and um, it, it it is not good. I'm glad you did work. <laughs> it, it, it's not mentioned in the Bible whether or not Pets, animals yeah. go to heaven. There, you know, scholars, biblical scholars have been looking for years. It is not mentioned in the Bible at all. Um, but there has been some debates about it. You know, some people you know, are under the impression that, you know, a, uh, an animal does not have a soul, therefore they wouldn't go to heaven, where other people feel like, uh, you know, God was so amazing with animals. And our wonderful Lord Jesus always talked about animals. So of course, he takes such good care of the animals. So of course, they would be in heaven. Um, yeah. And I, I love, you know, so I, I grew up Catholic and um, I love that in 2014, the Pope actually said he was trying to comfort a little boy who recently lost his dog. And he he actually told this little boy that you will be seeing your mm -hmm. um, your dog in heaven. Right. Saw that, is, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I love I love that. Um, and I always think, you know, whatever's going to bring a person the most peace is really the right answer. So I, you know, I had two other pets in my life. I really believe they're in heaven. Um, I lost my dad last year. I believe that my mm -hmm. dogs, you know, welcomed my dad into heaven mm -hmm. um, along with the rest of our family. So, um, so I, that's what my personal belief is. Um, I think if you ask biblical scholars, you know, you're, you will be, um, finding that everyone will give you a different answer. 
Um, but I think yeah. whatever you feel most peaceful about is really the right answer for you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was actually surprised at how many do end up saying that, you know, when you go, if you look at different parts of scripture, it, it may not say it exactly, you know, may not come out and say your pets will be in heaven with you. Um, however, you know, just sort of what you can glean from, from what is there, it would lead somebody to believe that more than likely, um, that they would be. It's also a matter of like, if, if heaven is supposed to be this place where it's, it's where you will be eternally happy, you know, whatever that word means, happy, but, you know, at peace and joyful and, um, you know, it's, as a Christian, it's, it's really supposed to be because you're with Christ, but at the same time that he, why wouldn't he want us to have our beloved pets with us there? Absolutely. And um, I, you know, I, I personally, um, I don't know if anyone has ever thought about this, but, you know, I, I love having a relationship with God. And I always find it interesting that God spelled backward is dog. I and know, right? Isn't that amazing? <laughs> and so I often think that, you know, we almost feel like on this, on this, you know, earthly plane that we're here to take care of the animals. But really, I think it's the other way around. I think it's yeah. the animals that are taking care of us. Yeah, exactly. How angelic they are. Their energy is just so beautiful and so pure. Right. There's such gifts. I'm going to put this. Oh, it won't let me comment on my own in my own comment. OK, well, whatever. Fine. <laughs> I'm trying to put I'm trying to post something and it won't let me. OK, um, I was going to put that quote up, but all right. I, I better not touch anything anyway. I mean, we're here, so <laughs> touch it. <laughs> um, but there's certainly um there are, I was going to reference, maybe I'll put, maybe I'll put a link in the description afterwards. There's a few really good, um, pastors that, that break it down. And, um, I, th I found them to be pretty helpful about, um, what the scripture has to say. And then, you know, the soul question comes up, do they have a soul? Um, that's another one that gets sort of a lot of, goes through a lot of debate. Um, yeah. I would say the majority of this, the majority of the pastors out there probably say no, but I did find some that said that there, there's something there that it in it isn't just. I wish now I, I had the scripture for it, but um, it it's basically saying that anything that has blood in it, anything that's alive, has a soul. Um, this particular passage of scripture that I can't recall. Um, <laughs> but you know, I, I find that very comforting to think that at least I will be with Tierna one day. At least there's that, you know, it's, you know, it feels like it's going to be forever. Um, but I know that one day I will be with her. So, and I, you know, I think that worth discussion a little bit too is the whole animal communication aspect of um animals in heaven and i can say that you know i went through a time when i sort of questioned when i became a christian which was a long time ago back in 2000 and 
I don't even know. Um, it's been a long time, but like, um, I mean, I grew, I grew up Catholic, but in not in a way where I felt that I was really Christian. Like there was a moment when I really accepted Christ as my savior. Um, and when I did that, I felt like I needed to question some things and really look at them and, and, you know, make sure that what I was doing was the right thing and, um, what God wanted. And, I know, right, Denise? It's if you look into their eyes, how do you think they don't have a soul? It's right. like, yeah, <laughs> it's a very good way to put it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I took a step back and I sort of reevaluated and I reevaluated kind of everything. So you know, I began reading scripture, and I have a cousin who's a pastor, and his wife is a pastor, and they helped me with that. But um, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like. For me, connecting with an animal, it just doesn't, all I can say is that I have, I have prayed a lot and I've done a lot of reading and listening to other, listening to people who are in the know, you know, real studied theologians. Um, and at the end of the day, what I came down to was just that I just don't feel like that connection is gone. There's just yeah. something there when a person or an animal passes there's it's just it's just something's there and so as an animal communicator you know my feeling is that I can just tune into that and get some information from them about what where they are what they're doing what I don't like to do though I will say is I don't I won't go in and ask for um ask for, I guess the word would be advice in a sense. Like to me, I mean, we would, you know, I wouldn't want to do anything that would replace guidance about what a person should be doing in their life. Um, it's one thing when an animal says, you know, that I feel that my mom, I, I liked, I liked seeing her paint, you know, she really, I feel like that was good for her. Um, and that's one thing to say, well, you know, what I'm getting is your animal feels like it would be part of your, you know, maybe it would be part of your healing to paint. Like they're saying that that's something that they feel like is, is good for you. And um, it's another thing when you're going to specifically seek um, to me, like counsel about your future, trying to find out the future about anything to me isn't the wisest thing to do in general, but I feel like specifically sometimes it's mistaken that if we connect with an animal or, or maybe a human, it's not something I specifically do, but um, that we're doing it to seek information about the future and therefore, you know, to get gui specific guidance about what to do in our lives so that we know what's coming and we know what to do and we can like change the course of things by doing that. That as a Christian, I don't do. I don't feel that that's that's from God to do that. Um, but it it can be difficult because because someone might say, "Oh my gosh!" Like then, like there's people who will watch this and know me, and they, they don't see as much from me on this channel about those kinds of things. And there's other there's probably there's other communicators who talk more about that stuff. And it's probably why I don't get as much attention because I don't get into that stuff as much. But at the same time, there's a flip side of that where Christians will come after me that that's 
not okay to be connecting with them on the other side. And I, I think it's just like, it comes down to, for me, I could only do as much as I could as far as my own research and prayer. And then that's it. It's kind of in God's hands. If he somehow wants to stop me, he can. And I've prayed about it. You know, don't send me clients that you don't want me to have. Don't, you know, if you can, if you want to change that, then don't, you know, if you can prevent it, I, I will fully accept that. Um, but that's kind of where I'm at with it. But I don't know. I'm wondering what other people think, either in the chat or Patty, what your what your thoughts are, because I just babbled on for half an hour. So, yeah, and I know that everyone. Well, and, you know, well, first of all, I want to say thank you for all that you're sharing. It really brings up a lot of questions, a lot of thoughts, a lot of curiosity. Um, and I know that everyone's in a different place. Um, I don't know. I'm curious in the chat. Um, is everyone that's watching? Um, what is your faith background is um, I mean, so, you know, Anne and I shared that we are Christians. Um, are there any other Christians in the chat? And um, are there any other spiritual walks? We'd love to hear, mm -hmm. you know, I always, um, I, I know I'd love to embrace everyone, you know, whatever, whatever your faith walk is, you know, we're called to love, you know, we, yeah. we are called to love. We're not called to judge. We're not called to convict. Right. We're called to love. And so, you know, let's, you know, learn and love and grow together. And um, so I just want to encourage everyone to just share where they're at, you know, yeah. and um, what their thoughts are. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely, um, to me, I wanted to just create this as a safe space. Like I said, you know, at the start, like a, it's a safe place for people to share and talk. Yeah. And um, of course, we're going to have people from all different backgrounds. Um I think my dog is literally trying to break down the bedroom door where she has like a lot of noise. Like she's barking. She's really not happy that she was put in there. She's put in there with her brother and she doesn't like it. Um, <laughs> I might have to go get her out. Um, okay. So Denise says, I'm a Christian. I believe in God. Um, and so does Barbara. And then Denise, yeah, I trust God, but I'm so brokenhearted right now. It hurts very, yeah, it hurts so bad. I'm sorry. And then, and then, um, and yeah, it's so it's so difficult. And and then cozy FX spiritual, but after losing Charlie, I have turned back to God. Well, that's that's incredible. Yeah, beautiful. Um, beautiful. Yeah, and and that does happen a lot, you know, when people are going through trials and tribulations, loss. Um, yeah. God is always there. And um, if you're open to reading the Psalms, the Psalms are so helpful. Um, you know, and nowadays, you know, you could just download a Bible, you know, in from the app store and then you can press play. You don't even have to read it. You can just go to the Psalm section and just press play while you're driving right. or um, whatever it is that you're doing. And just really listening to the comfort of God's words can really help you at um, such yeah. a challenging time. Yeah, I find those apps to be the greatest thing. That's majority of the time I listen. Um, a lot of times when I'm walking my dogs, I have the, these in and I'll listen. Um, and I also think people have different ways they, they learn. And that for me is one of the ways I learn better that way when I'm, I have the audio and not just reading. Sometimes reading makes me tired. I have like 
learning stuff and that is one of the things that just makes me sleepy so um yeah so if it, I was going to say if anyone's having insomnia or difficulty sleeping, yes, it's great to even that's, just play, you mm-hmm. know, go to sleep listening to the Psalms. Yeah. Or you can go on YouTube and, mm-hmm. and find a Psalm. I mean, everything's on YouTube nowadays. Just press, you know, uh, but, but you know, really focusing on the Psalms is very comforting. Um, during yeah. yeah, there's like these all night um, YouTube things where they'll just they'll be saying Psalms over and over different yeah. parts of scripture. Yeah. Wow. It like runs all night. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just With beautiful good. music and yeah. Very sweet. Yeah. It's important that we take that time, that peace time. There's so much information coming at us all the time. That isn't necessarily good for us. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, one thing that I really love to talk about is how, we're created to be a human being, not a human doing. Mm. And um, I talk a lot with my clients about, you know, when we're in fight or flight, we're in, um, we're in doing, we're in our sympathetic nervous system. And um, we're really encouraged to be a human being and take a step back and be in our parasympathetic nervous system where we're more resting and digesting. And a great way to do that is to slow down your breath. And there's just something we could even do right now yeah. if you'd like to. I call, you know, we call Absolutely. It, we call it I'm going to let you talk because okay, my sure. dog is literally having a conniption fit in there. I'm going to go get her out. She's so yeah. mad. So, <laughs> I'll be um, right. I'm going to let you, yeah. you start that. Okay. okay. Yeah, so absolutely. So um, if everyone who is watching, if you would like to try this, this is something that is so calming. Um, so what you can do, you can close your eyes if you'd like to, and um, whatever you're doing, whether you're laying down or sitting up, um, just allow yourself to breathe in through your nose. Take a big breath in through your nose, and we're going to hold it. And then breathe out through your mouth. And then pause. Don't breathe yet. Don't breathe yet. We're actually making a square. Um, you can see my finger. You're going to breathe in through your nose and hold it. Holding it is the top part of the square. And then breathing out through your mouth again. And then pausing between the in-breath and the out-breath is the bottom part. We'll do that one more time. Breathe in through your nose and hold it. And breathe out through your mouth. And you will be amazed. Just does anyone feel any different just by taking those three slow square breaths? How more peaceful and calm and relaxed you feel? I should have done that at the beginning after all those tech issues. (laughs) (laughs) I work with little kids a lot. You know, I'm a school nurse during the day. And um, I always tell the kids that we bring our lungs with us everywhere we go. We never leave our lungs home. So you can practice that, obviously keeping your eyes open, but breathing slowly and deeply will absolutely help you get out of your head where the, you know, the thoughts are like popcorn and then get more into your body where you can be more peaceful and calm and relaxed. So when you're feeling stressed or when you find yourself thinking a lot or you're in your heart and you're missing your pet a lot, um, see what you can do 
you just take those slow deep breaths throughout the day, pausing between the in-breath and the out-breath, and that will help to ground you, um, connect more with your feet, and pull your energy more into your body. Right. And that can be so important too when you're in the grief mode, like you're talking about before, when you're dividing the time up between, you know, just sort of letting it all out and grieving, and then you need to maybe also take a minute to just say, okay, now I'm going to calm myself. Um, And it does take mindfulness, you know, um, it's really important to kind of, to ask yourself questions and allow yourself to be aware of what's happening in that moment. And, um, you know, maybe even ask yourself in that moment, you know, do you want to get well? I think about the paralytic, you know, the, um, the story in the Bible where um, the paralytic was at the pool in Bethesda for 38 years, he couldn't walk and he kept trying to get into that water. And then Jesus came along and asked him if he wanted to get well. And so that, you know, encouraged the paralytic to think about it. Does Mm -hmm. he want to get well? Sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. And I know that sounds like really silly sometimes, but sometimes you know, we just need to be where we're at and just honor our feelings. And then maybe tomorrow we'll want to feel a little bit better and we'll want to do our, our three mini goals. Um, but really check in with yourself. I think that's a really important part of the grieving process to really be aware of what it is that you're feeling. Yeah, I think I feel so bad now. I realize there's a storm. I didn't hear it. And that's why they were freaking out. Uh-huh. I've got to... <laughs> A big baby German shepherd behind me panting. Um, It's a point that what you were just saying was bringing something up for me that um, sometimes I think we feel like we should be over it or better or at a different stage than we're at. Um, And I think that can especially be the case when it comes to uh, pet loss like you're silly or you're, you know, oh, come on, like, aren't you over that yet? That sort of mindset that we talked about at the very beginning. um, I think that can push people to feel like they should be further along. And then sort of, you know, that doesn't help because you're like stuffing how you're feeling and it's still there. You know, that that loss, that grief is still there. Um, So I think that, you know, allowing ourselves to say, well, maybe right now I don't want to get better. Maybe, maybe I just want to grieve right now, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And it really, and that is okay. And there's no judgment because even that is part of the healing process. We have to be true to what we're feeling. Yeah. That's how we're going to heal. Right. Exactly. Yep. Just like, like, and we don't want to, we don't want to stuff it. And that's, yeah. want to process it yeah and the animals teach us this because look they're like I mean I can sit here and tell them you're fine you know it's a thunderstorm it's scary I know and I mean we should do that we should try to comfort them but um if I was not on the air I'd be giving them some CBDs and doing I'm doing a little acupressure as they're sitting here but um the animals teach us that you know sometimes we just need to be honest right about our emotions and yeah and be present and be in the moment yeah they teach us so much they really do 
Yeah, exactly, Denise. Lots of people don't understand. I've been told she was just a dog. Ugh. No, she wasn't. She was my life. Yeah, that's awful to say it was just a dog because that's it's so dismissive. It's so like it's just devaluing how important they are to us. To me, they are children. Um, and I'm sure to everyone here they are. I'm sorry that, that people would say that to you. That's not very nice. It's not helpful at all. And, mm. you know, I, I also want to, you know, encourage everyone that when you get that feedback, that's not, um, that's not your truth. That's not true for you. So you don't have to own it. You don't have to take it in. Um, sometimes what's helpful is to kind of picture like a fence of mirrors surrounding you so that if you get that kind of a comment, you, it will bounce off and go back to the person. So don't, don't take mm -hmm. it in. Don't own it. That's not your truth. Yeah, you know, that's good. Gravitate advice. towards people that really can understand what you've gone through. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, there's so many energetic tools we can use. And that's what what's so great about the work you do is that you're incorporating uh, multiple modalities. You're teaching people how to do things like tapping and um, visualization. And, you know, you're also talking you're, you're also coming from just a psychotherapeutic perspective as well. You have all those little tools in your tool belt as well as the Christian, if that's what people are seeking. Um, yeah. And you know, um, I, and I love that you use the, the phrase toolbox because that's really what it is. We're filling our toolbox. There's so many different tools to use and um, whatever you're going through and each person may use different tools. What may work well for me may not work for you or someone else. Um, and also, you know, a different issue may crop up that will work better with, with tapping versus EMDR or, you know, any of the other modalities. So, um, yeah, it's really about really looking at what can work for you. And what I'd like to encourage, you know, whoever is watching that you kind of picture that you have your own toolbox and, you know, maybe later you want to journal and just write down what are some tools that you can carry around with you so that when you have these um, these feelings, and I like to refer to it as a tug, um, T-U-G, which is like a transient upsurge of grief. And you know, whenever we've been through something, something can trigger us right on the spot. And that mm. can really bring our grief up, transient upsurge of grief. And um, so really look in that toolbox in those moments on the spot, what can you use to bring that grief down so that you can feel more present. It's like a practice. That. It's hard. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, and it takes time. But little by little, um, if you keep looking at your toolbox, you'll be able to help yourself feel so much better. Yeah, that's excellent. I like that tug. That's a good way to remember it. Um, so, you know, you you mentioned that you do, you know, you do EMDR, you do tapping um maybe just tell people a little bit about how that helps with um especially i don't know how familiar people are with emdr have you guys heard of that in the chat is that something you're aware of um emdr because that might be something for people to hear a little bit more about just to explain yeah, how it might work for absolutely pet loss so i work i work a lot with people that have been through a lot of trauma 
And EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. It's a long phrase for really helping to get rid of trauma. But who hasn't been through trauma, right? Everybody's been through trauma. So, um, but what it really does is, um, the idea is to stimulate opposite sides of the body. So if you wanna try this with me right now, you can see my fingers. You can just take your thumb and your index finger and just do this. And I teach people to do this all the time. Um, so you're really doing EMDR. You're connecting one side of the brain to the other. And whenever you're feeling a tug or you're feeling, you know, intense pain, uh, emotional pain, you can do this. I'm trying to get the camera to go. and you'll be amazed at how much better you feel. It's, it's silly, but it's, it, it's very powerful. So that's just one way. I have a light bar in my office that you just watch the lights go back and forth and you move your eyeballs back and forth. That's an option. Um, you can also just do this, you know, any, um, just you can tap your, your legs, your thighs, and even walking, you're um, stimulating opposite parts of your body, anything swimming, just stimulating opposite sides of your body. You're actually connecting one side of the brain to the other, and you're helping to purge whatever um, emotional trauma is in your head. Sounds kind of kooky, but it's really powerful. Um, so that's one thing that you can do. You can put that in your toolbox. Um, another thing is, I, mean, I don't know how familiar people are with tapping, but uh, tapping, EFT tapping, emotional freedom tapping is... Um, if you've ever gone for acupressure or acupuncture, we're actually stimulating the pressure points. Um, and you can just do that with me and it's real easy. Um, but basically um, it helps, it's connected to the pressure point, which will help to dislodge a lot of this energy. So we can do that if you want to do yeah, that. I don't know I'm actually going to gonna do this do on my dog here. I wish I could, she's mm -hmm. a little big to get up here, but I'm going to do this on her right now because she's freaking yeah. out. While okay. you're yep. doing it. And, and I have tapped on my dog too, and that really helps him a lot. So, yeah. but if you want to, you know, anyone that's watching, if you want to, you know, play along, um, we can start on the side of the hand and we'll just say gently, I'm using four fingers and I'm using the side of my hand. And I'll just say, you know, even though I'm feeling all this stress, uh, all this sadness, whatever emotion you're feeling, I know that it's going to pass. And if you're a Christian, and if you want to uh, use Christian words, you can do that too. You can just say, even though I'm feeling really stressed and sad, disappointment, whatever your emotion is, I know that the Lord is with me and he's going to help me through all of this. And then you can tap on the top of your head and you can just say all this, fill in the blank, whatever your emotion is, all this sadness, all this frustration, you know, whatever your emotion is, so the top of the head. And then in between your eyes and then on the side of your eye and under your eye and you can just say the words you know all this sadness all this stress all this frustration whatever your word is underneath your nose all this sadness and then you can then the crease under your in between your chin and your lip and you can just say words like, you know, I'm ready to let go of it. Um, and if you're a Christian, if this feels right to you, you can just say, I am putting all these feelings at the foot of the cross, or I give this to the Lord and he gives me his grace, his mercy, his peace. And then I like to um, call this the karate, the um, Tarzan yell, you know, it's alternate um, tapping on your collarbone. 
and just say all these feelings. And if it's true for you, you can just say, I give them to the Lord. And he gives them, gives me his grace, his mercy, and his peace that surpasses all understanding. And then you can go underneath your arm on both sides and do an alternate tap right there. All these feelings, I'm ready to let them go. Good. And then you can take a big breath in through your nose and hold it. Remember that pause between the in-breath and the out-breath. Very important. And then breathe out through your mouth. Good. <laughs> oh, so sweet. <laughs> so yes. would anyone like to comment how they're feeling? So sweet. She's feeling better. The other, this is my boy, but my girl, I couldn't, he was lying down behind me, but she, she relaxed um, while I was doing it. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so beautiful. He's a big. So beautiful. <laughs> All right. They don't want me back. Nice to eat here. <laughs> I'll just lean. <laughs> animals and children right funny <laughs> um yeah they respond to it so well too they just take it in and they, they you know i think just sometimes they want to walk and that's part of it yeah and, they and know that walking is de-stressing yeah. you know yeah very very helpful um so i wonder if there's anything else that people Oh, good. It makes you feel better. Good. I'm glad that helped, Denise. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so I wonder if there's anything else that... Um, yes, I know. She's teaching us lots of good stuff tonight. Um, <laughs> does anybody you know, have any questions? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to say, you know, anyone, you know, that would like to feel free to visit my YouTube channel. Um, yes, yeah. Every single video is a tool that you can put in your toolbox. So I would love for you to, you know, visit it and, and practice some of the tools. If these tools have been helpful for you tonight, there's, uh, there's these tools and more that can um, really help you to heal. Um, Patty, you know what? I'll ha I have your, your um, website in the description, but could you say what it is? And I'll just put it up here on the screen. Yeah. Um, the channel is called Clinical Pastoral Counseling. And um, my name, with my name, my name is Dr. Patty, P-A-T-T-Y, Alaka, A-L-L-O-C-C-A. Okay. Okay, I think your name is up there. So that's the YouTube is Clinical Pastoral Counseling now. Okay, but that'll be in the description, though, if anybody just wants the direct yeah. link. Um, it's fun. I, I mean, I have to say, like, uh, you know, I feel like it's all God-inspired and um, you know, I feel like he, he just tells, he talks to me, you know, and I listen and we do this thing. It's kind of funny cause I, I journal and when I journal, I journal love letters to him. And that, that might be a really good thing. If you have a relationship with the Lord, or if you want to deepen your relationship with the Lord, get out your journal and just start writing letters to him. Start writing, you know, all your feelings. He wants to hear all of it. Every single thing that you're feeling, just let it out. Um, and yeah, he will help you with who will help you to heal. So I feel like it's, you know, I'm, I feel very honored and blessed to be able to do this, but I really feel like it's all the Lord, you know, it's all him just working through me 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And he definitely is. Um, I'm wondering if anybody has any questions or any comments, anything they want to hear more about or just something that popped up in their heads. They have any questions um, or anything you've learned in the chat through this process of going through the grieving process. And I, you know, I like to say, I always like look for the right words. I think they're really important. Like words stick with people and they can really affect people. And sorry, I got, he's right behind my chair and I'm having trouble like adjusting it because I don't want to roll over him. Um, he's, <laughs> he's pressed up between the wall and me. Um, he's a big boy. Um, but, you know, I think words do matter. And I think... Um, I look for the right way to put things. So even when I was writing up this show, like the newsletter went out and everything. And I was saying like going through the grieving process, you know, losing a pet. And I'm, you know, I, I was trying to avoid sounding like it's just something that happens and then it's over. Like you grieve and then it's over. Um, I think we, we don't always have the best words for how it can be something that sticks with you. It goes through your whole life and, you get triggered. I mean, when, when, um, Tierna passed in February, it was so interesting because I kept thinking about my cat, Emma, who had died 15 years ago or maybe more. Um, her name just kept coming up in my mind. And it, it was like, it was almost like I couldn't, like, it was hard for me to accept that Tierna was gone. So it was like devastating when Emma died, but it kept coming up as Emma. It's funny how the brain works. Like, it's trying to protect you in a way. Um, I guess that was what it was trying to do. But it was a trigger because it would it brought up, you know, the loss of other animals. And it's like as time goes on, you realize, you know, how many animals, if you're an animal person, have come in and out of your life and how important they've been and how much they've shaped your life. Um, and they certainly have in my life. They've taught me, obviously so much um oh you wear his insulin dependent id dog tag on a chain i love that the tapping will help thanks that's great i love that yeah i have misha's collar still hanging in the rearview mirror um that's a wonderful way to honor honor him um so um did, did anybody have any, I know that's a great thing, writing your feelings down. Right now I can't or won't do, let myself do that. I wonder why. Any thoughts on that? Does that come up for you, um, Patty, with your clients that they just yeah, don't want to? absolutely. And, you know, not everyone wants to write. And, you know, that's okay. Honor that. Really, you know, what's helpful, I think, sometimes is to think about what has helped you in the past when you've gone through something. Everyone has gone through something, right? So um, what has helped you in the past? And um, think about the tools you already have in your life that you can use. Some people are writers, some people are not. Sometimes people just need to get active. Um, you know, one thing that works really well um, with a big trauma model is the ARC trauma model, which stands, A-R-C, which stands for attachment, regulation, and, process, and um, competency. And so attachment, we're so attached to our animals. And then when they pass, 
where does that energy go? It's, it's, it's so intense. So sometimes we need to look at what can we attach to in a healthy way. Um, For those that are Christians, God is always there with us. The Lord Jesus is always there with us. So it's great to connect with the Lord because no matter what trauma, no matter what kind of loss you've gone through, God is with you every moment of every hour. Um, If you're not a Christian, look at what is it that you could connect to um, that you believe to be eternal. Um, You know what, but but that attachment piece is huge. So that's the A. Um, Then regulation is a big one. I found myself needing to regulate today. Um, And I think a lot of times people aren't aware that they need to regulate. But I know today I was like, oh, I got to regulate before I do anything. Ah, So I just, what did I do? I I did some tapping and then I got on the treadmill and I, you know, I have some exercise stuff in my basement and I was doing, but that's a good form of regulation. Whatever, in whatever way you can regulate your emotions, regulate, um, Sometimes you just need to do that and then you will feel so much better. And I know like half hour after I was regulating my emotions by being on my cardio stuff, I was able to feel more grounded, centered and present. And then, so that's attachment regulation and then competency. C is a big important part and that's really focusing on what you are good at. C for competency. Everybody's good at something. Everybody has gifts and talents. So focus on what you're good at and see how you might be able to incorporate that in your life. Shift your focus from time to time onto what you're good at. So those three things, attachment, you know, when we lose an animal, what, you know, the memories, obviously that connection, as you were saying, like the energy is still there, still attached to um, the energy and um, the connection that we have to our animals, I think is so important. And also, what else can you attach to so that you can start to heal and then regulation, you know, and then competency. So ARC is very helpful. Thank you so much. I think that is, it's all very helpful. I'm glad you have those videos for people to reference too, because you can go back there after this and, and just sink into those. And, you know, Denise says, I can't or won't let Sadie go. And I don't know why it hurts so bad, but I can't let her go. It's killing me, but I can't let her go. I wonder if you maybe don't need to look at it as letting her go, you know, because that's I wonder if that's the problem is you're being told. I mean, I understand what you're that she is physically not there. So that's just the reality of dealing with that. But I wonder, I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. I wonder if it's the the idea that you have to feel that she's gone that you have to you know let her completely go go um you know maybe maybe i maybe that's what it is i don't know i'm not telling you you know that but that's why to me animal communication became very important because i needed to know that there was i needed to um either find out that that wasn't true and figure out how to deal with it or find out that you know there there is a way to to know that you feel that connection. Um, and maybe that's something that could help you. Um, I do have some, I think I have a video about that, like how to feel that even it's the same as sort of feeling that connection when they're here in life. There's really no difference. 
And I was just going to add that, you know, they never, ever leave us. You don't ever have to let her go because she will never, ever leave you. She will always, always be with you. So in whatever way you can hold on to her, um, I don't, you know, whatever toys um, that are there or, I don't know, clothes or, you know, I don't know, sweatshirt or, you know, doggy coat or something that, you know, has her energy. If you want to hold on to it, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Whatever you need to do to help you feel better. No judgment, pure love. That's it. But she is never going to leave you. She has been a part of your life for such a long time. She'll never leave you. You don't have to let her go. Yeah. Well put. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the crux of a huge part of what, why I wanted to do this. Um, And what I talked about on last week's show is just, just to kind of break down this idea that um, animals are gone, 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 you know, when they, when they pass, that's it. And they're gone. And that's so devastating um, for people. And I think, you know, harmful. It's, it's just, it's, it's cruel to, to tell somebody, well, that's it. They're just a dog. They're gone. They were only supposed to be here this long and blah, blah, blah. It's just harmful. Um, so. And to me, it's just like, you know, someone saying, um, you know, that you have, you know, green hair, like it doesn't make any sense. So, Um, You don't have to take it in because you don't have green hair unless you do. I can't see anybody (laughs) right now, but, but that's there. What a person would be saying is not accurate for your truth. So take in what's true for you and let it go. What's not true for you. You know, what's true for you and what's not, you know, what's supportive, you know, what's going to build you up and what's going to bring you down. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I love, um, you know, I'd like to think about, you know, scriptures from time to time, but Ephesians 4.29, it's all about edifying people, building them up. And so <clears throat> that's really what I feel like we're called to do is to build people up, to help people feel better. Um, so if someone's not building you up, it, it's not, you know, it's not something that you need to pay attention to. That says more about them than it says about yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. That's it. Yeah. Um, I wonder, well, I don't, I don't see any more questions. I'm wondering if Patty, you have anything else that you feel like we missed or that you wanted to touch on? I, one thing that I like to say is, um, you know, people, uh, I find myself guilty of this too. Sometimes people are so externally focused, like we have our eyes in front of our body. We're out there looking outside of us. And so what I want to encourage, um, and I'm talking to myself at the same time, encourage everyone is to kind of take those eyes and turn within. You're going to be with you for the rest of your life. So start to be a really good friend to yourself. I think many people are good friends to other people, but they're not really very good friends to themselves. So I really want to encourage everyone to start the practice of being a really good friend to yourself in whatever way that would look like. Mm -hmm. It's so true, you know, and, and also, um, 
you know, I guess we didn't talk too much in a way we were talking about just going to God, you know, during these times. But, you know, if you're comfortable with it, prayer helps. And even, you know, seeking out others to pray with you and for you, um, you know, it can be such a comfort. Sometimes it, it can be easier to just isolate in grief, um, you know, thinking people don't understand or can't help. And then sometimes I'll just be so surprised when I, somebody somebody says, oh, I was just thinking about you. And, um, you know, is there anything I can pray for? And it's like, oh, wow, you know, God's really, I think put me on their heart, as they say. And, you know, there really does make a difference. The prayer, it just does that connection. Um, oh, co uh, cozy effects. So from the near death experience accounts, I've heard time only applies to us, to the, to those on the other side, their wait for us is only moments. Okay. That's kind of what I will say. That's what I get from I just had a conversation yesterday. I'm sorry, I twisted my chairs. The German Shepherd just took off because he heard my husband. Um, I did speak with someone um, yesterday and their dog. And that was something that the dog brought up was that it was like they were reassuring the human that um, we'll be together again. And I really, I just felt it that they didn't feel it in the same way, like the time gap. Plus they're, I think that they're just more aware of, being connected to the human, even though they've gone on, they're they're more aware that, you know, I'm still connected to you. So they're not feeling that separation in the same way I don't feel. Plus they're in a better place. Um, so that changes things, of course. Um, but yeah, that's my sense of it. That there that's just me as an animal communicator, what I have gotten is that it's it's very quick. They they just don't they don't time is different. Um, what do you have to say, Patty? What do you think? Do you, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah. I mean, you know, it, that, you know, there's so many scriptures that come to mind, you know, that, um, I uh, uh, can't, it's, I can't quite get it out, but you know, uh, how is it? Oh, I wish I had it in front of me. Yeah. It's like in there. <laughs> um, but just like one day with, with him is like a thousand years. Um, so it, yeah, time is very different. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When we're yeah. in heaven, time is very different. Yeah. So I would say that's of some comfort too. I guess to me, it's comforting. Even when I just heard this other person's, um, dog saying it to them, I get so much from my clients. I mean, that's why I love what I do. Just talking to their animals is so comforting to me because of what I get. It, it helps me. Um, and them saying that was so comforting. I just, I, it just made me feel better knowing that they didn't feel that separation. They didn't feel time like that. Because, you know, I think we also worry what, where are they, what are they thinking, what are they feeling, are they upset, are they like, you know, not being taken care of or not, you know, so that is comforting to me to know that. And that's definitely what I get repeatedly from the animals. And I also get that they have work that they're doing. Um, you know, animals to me have work here. They're just like you were saying, Patty, about how animals are almost like more of a gift to us here. They're, they're more helpful to us than we are to them a lot of the time. 
I think that they have purpose over there. I definitely get these impressions of things they're doing. A lot of times I don't understand it. You know, I'll get feelings and images of things that um, they don't 100% make sense to me, which makes sense because I'm not in that world, whatever you want to call it, plane. Um, I'm not there. So why should I understand it? I hope I don't understand it because I hope it's not like here because <laughs> I hope it's way different than here. Um, you know, so um, any other questions or comments? I also wanted to just touch on getting another pet too. Um, cause I was thinking about this today, I guess, cause we were going to be doing this tonight. It was popping up in my head. Um, I got my dog Cheyenne that you couldn't see there that I was doing the tapping on the shorter one. Um, I got her like 10 days after Misha passed and I never thought I would do that. Like I, that to me was like almost like an, I would have told you before Misha passed that that would have been like an insult to her. And that it wasn't right and that, you know, I, w I would never do that. It would take so long for me to deal with her loss. But then I was so in grief. Like I mentioned, I was trying to function, you know, and working. And she wasn't there. Misha wasn't there when I would turn around. And um, I just, just started looking at these pictures online and came across this dog, this puppy. Um, and you know, my heart just sort of melted and I questioned, you know, is this something I should do? And um, blah, blah, blah. I ended up adopting her. And I was thinking about that. And there was, I definitely saw, you know, things on the internet that, that said, like, do not get a dog right after your dog dies. And um, yeah, Denise, you've been thinking about getting another dog. Yeah. And I had to really look at that and say, is this right for me personally? <laughs> Like, I get that that's the advice if somebody's not really thinking and not being mindful and just getting that dog to, like, fill a void, but they're not going to be able to be there for that dog. And there were times I had to be very mindful with Cheyenne, I will admit. I had to say, I have to not be, like, grieving. I have to take care of her. Like, I had to be mindful. And it helped me, actually, because I needed to raise her as a puppy. I needed to take care of her. So it wasn't just constant, like you said, like the, it wasn't like always, it helped me not to be so um, like inner focused, but to be um, taking care of someone else and connected to some, someone else, her helped me. So, um, yeah, and that's like, that's a really good point. I want to say too, is like sometimes the best thing for us to do when we're really feeling sad is to go help someone else. Mm -hmm. And as we're helping someone else, the Lord is helping us to heal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know if it was right. It's only been two weeks. Yeah, I think it's definitely a, a personal thing. You know, it's what you feel if you feel that you're ready for it. The one thing, you know, the one thing I would say is just do a sort of check in. Are you do you have the energy, the emotional bandwidth to take care of an animal and give them the love they deserve. Um, that's where you want to like make sure that you're you're just being aware, self-aware with it. Um, and puppies, like I did get a puppy, um, but and that worked for me. 
but I could see how for some people that might not be the way to go, but an older dog might be, or even just, you know, a dog that doesn't need to be potty trained and need a lot of attention and, um, you know, that could be very frustrating or, you know, that type of thing. Um, anything I missed there, Patty, that you think? Yeah. You know, I think it's just such a personal choice. And, you know, again, I want to just say, be patient with yourself and what may be true for you may not be true for another person. So really get to know yourself and what your needs are and what your desires are and, um, how you're feeling in this season may not be how you're going to feel in the next season and just be patient with yourself. You go through the process. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And we're coming out of a difficult season anyway, this whole, you know, with the pandemic and everything, it's, it's been a lot for a lot of people. Um, so, and, and also just to mention, I know that one of the things I said at the beginning that it may, I talk about it in other videos, but, you know, just to be mindful of animals and when they lose someone, um, that it can be very difficult for them, um, you know, not to overlook that. I think it's really great that, um, that you're being aware of it, Barbara, that you're being conscious of that how your dog was doing or how your dad's dog was doing. Um, is your, is the dog doing no, okay now? Were you, I wasn't sure from what you said if she's, you know, kind of come through it or he, um, but, uh, yeah, you know, that's kind of the sad thing about this pandemic is a lot of these dogs are now being given up to back to shelters because now people are like well you know now i'm going back to work and or whatever i don't know they're just ending up they went out and got them because they were home and now they're giving them back and that's a terrible loss for an animal if if they were in a good home you know relatively good home to be just abandoned to a shelter or to a new place you know it's just so you you really have to think about that what you're doing you know let's start with when you get the animal you know be very mindful that it's going to be the right decision because of that we don't want an animal to suffer because of that yeah and i like to you know i often will talk with my clients about that zero to ten scale where ten's the best you've ever felt in your life and zero is the worst be aware of what your number is and mm. when you're below a five that's not a time to make a decision mm. Very good um, point. Yep. The work is like if you're at a three, get your number from a three to a four, from a four to a five, from a five to a six. As long as you're above a five, then you're probably going to make a pretty rational decision. But be patient with yourself. If your number is below a five, it's okay. Just do what you can to heal, to hold yourself, to love yourself. Um, but that's not a time to make decisions. Wait until your number's up higher. I also like to say that too with couples that if their number is below or even family members, if, if your number is below a five, keep your mouth shut because probably <laughs> what's going to come out of your mouth is not going to be very right. helpful. So, um, in fact, there's a lot of people. So do what you, you can to raise your number and your number or, and, um, then I'll feel so much better. And the conversation will be much more high vibrating and proactive mm -hmm. and uplifting and edifying. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's really good advice because it keeps it simple. You know, one zero to ten, we can all remember that. <laughs> Sometimes we get so heady and um, yeah, 
describing what the emotion is. I almost like to say it really doesn't matter what the emotion is. Don't spend so much time thinking about what the emotion is. Rather point. think yeah. about what number it is and what you want to do about it. You know, very good and point. What you can do about it. You know, go in that toolbox and find a tool um, to just even if sometimes it's just taking a nap. Sometimes right. it's just having some protein. Um, yep. Sometimes it's just drinking water, mm-hmm. but doing what you can to raise that number. Yeah. Just being aware. Thank you so much. This is all such good advice. I feel like we could talk for days, um, but I know we've taken up a lot of your time. So I want to thank you so much. If, if nobody has any other questions or comments, um, and you can always feel free to um, go to my comment section. Please do. If you if you benefited from this, please like, subscribe, and share. Um, I am the best kept secret on YouTube. I've started to call myself. I still haven't hit a thousand, and I'm I've been on here for like two years. It's kind of funny at this point. I'm kind of I'm trying to laugh about it because it's ridiculous actually at this point. But um, so I do appreciate that though. That if if you can do that, and feel free to make a comment if you have questions. If there was something we didn't get to in this, and you want to throw a comment in there, um, and you know, let us know what you thought of this. And you can also go to. Um, uh, Patty's channel. I'm going to have the actual link in the description, but um, it's that clinical pastoral counseling. That was it, right? Yes. Yeah. I got rid- somehow I managed to wipe it off yeah. the screen, but um, or you can just type in my <laughs> Patty Alaka and you'll find it. Right. As it's long a pretty spell it right. Two P- two T's and uh, two L's, two C's. <laughs> yep. And it was such a pleasure being with you, and um, just thank you so much for inviting me. I really enjoyed this experience being with all of you. Thank you. Me too. I really, I hope this, this was helpful for, for everybody. I think it was really great to be able to sit here and just talk about this. So, um, and just share and be in a safe space. So I hope that's what we created tonight and, you know, feel free to also, I right now have, it's, it's time sensitive because I've limited the number of slots because I'm doing a drastic, um, discount just to celebrate summer and, um, independence day. I have a link down there. It'll be quick, though. It's going to be going away probably tomorrow because it's a 50% off and a 40% off. So that's a lot for me to be doing. So if you're interested in setting something up with me, use that link. Um, So thank you so much, everyone, for being here. And also my website's down there, but it's intuitivetouchanimalcare.com. Again, I do uh, distance animal communication. And wherever I am right now locally, hopefully we won't be here forever, but I'm in New Jersey and it's um, acupressure and massage I do in people's homes. Um, You're welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank all of you. And thank you, Patty. Everyone have a wonderful evening. God bless you all. Take care. God bless. Alrighty. Bye-bye. love a nice massage and a belly rub. Nothing makes me feel more relaxed. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax while I
Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. My belly. My belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. My belly. My belly. I like my ears rub. I like my paws rub. I like my back rub. I like my tail rub. I like to relax. A massage and some snacks. It's my favorite thing to do. But if you really want to know what I like, listen close. Rub my belly. Rub my belly. Rub my belly.